Gucci. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, did you check out those other series that came out? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, next show is Loki. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. All right, audience. So for those who don't know, Loki is another MCU show on Disney. It follows, well, Loki. Loki is Thor's brother in Endgame. They go back in time, back in the days when uh, he was still a dick and committing uh, genocide. They do some fuckery and Loki gets away in the past and sort of creates his own branch timeline in which he is the main character of his own show. And because he created his own branch timeline when he tried to escape, there is this entity called the TVA, the Time Variant Authority, in which they go through branch timelines and just erase them. As punishment, Loki has to work with them in order to catch this mysterious villain who's out there causing some shit. Yes. That's a good intro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I'm trying. I'm still getting the hang of this. <laughs> you got it. Thanks. Thanks. I just want to add, so this this whole series takes place in 2012 in Endgame when they go back in time to get that stone from Loki, Loki gets arrested, but there's a mix-up, <laughs> a little snafu. The Incredible Hulk just Hulk smashes his way out of a door, hitting Tony Stark, who then just flings open the briefcase that opens somehow. I don't know how it could just open like that. So stairs! Good job. Meet me in the alley. I'm gonna grab a quick slice. No! Stairs! But Loki takes the Power Stone. Or no, it's the... Space Stone. The Tesseract. Spa the Space Stone. The Tesseract. The fourth dimensional cube. <laughs> and he just f's off to mongolia apparently we don't know what year it is though they don't say what year in mongolia he gets there but he arrives in a desert it was the same year because he had the space stone he could only transport places not through time oh shit bro you got me yep which is sort of odd when you think about it like this is loki whose character is several thousand years old in uh in the canon and He's been around. He knows his way around space and shit. And he decides to go to Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, right? I wonder what he was thinking before he touched that cube. Do you just think where you want to go and then it takes you there? Or is it completely random? <laughs> because that's not useful at all. <laughs> you just teleport anywhere. I think he was just probably thinking, get out, get out, get out, get out. Ah, uh, yeah. Take the... Probably the opposite end of the Earth. But... Yeah. That makes sense. He's like, I'm just going to F off into Asia. Yep. But that yeah, the TVA comes in. They're like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, Loki. The little scamp, even though he killed quite a few people. 
more than a few. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, a gaggle of people. <laughs> uh, we like to have fun around here, audience. <laughs> oh, God. As the audience is just sitting there in a chair, just like serious faces, just, <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, this is where we're getting to more spoiler territory. The villain uh, that the TVA is trying to find is another variant of Loki. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Loki. Who else knows a Loki than another Loki? So that's how he ended up working there. The main character, uh, the his main partner he was uh, working with was played by Owen Wilson. Do you remember his name? Oh, yeah. Morbius. I think it's just Mr. Morbius or... Morbius, Morbius is something <laughs> weird like that. He has like the same first and last name. Yeah. No, but it is it is Morbius. I think it's I think that's his last name. Um, but so one of the one of the his little personality quirks is Owen Wilson will always drop these little things about how he loves jet skis in the nineties and ah, yeah. these little little things. <laughs> I was just going to say, get that man a jet ski because <laughs> they didn't give him one and it pissed me off. They should have they should have had him like they should have showed before he went to the TVA on a jet ski. That would have been amazing. Just like an opening scene like that. Yes. But basically, he's like his handler at the TVA and he everyone at the TVA that works there just assumes they were born in the TVA, which is almost like, how would you describe it? Like the Emerald City from the Wizard of Oz, but in time. It exists It exists out of time. Yeah. They do a good job of explaining the logic behind the series, though, because at first you're like, wait, multiple timelines. What the fuck does that even mean? But apparently... There's just one giant ass timeline and nothing changes. Everything is predetermined basically in the universe. That's what they're assuming. Yes. Which makes me wonder, why can't you just step outside into the void, jump to another part in time at any point in time? What? Why would it be a line? Wouldn't it be an infinity symbol if it was time? Well, we're not a theoretical quantum physics podcast. Hell no. <laughs> um, but essentially, uh, right when Loki gets in, he's fed this propaganda that time must remain in this predetermined path and any branches it need to erase. Yes. And he is there to help Owen Wilson basically prune those things and solve this mystery. One thing I could describe the city as, uh, or the TVA, the and this really goes to the show itself, is the aesthetics. They go with like a 1970s analog aesthetic. So think of it like, you know, they're still using tube TVs from the 70s. They're still using physical tape recorders, even though they're this all-knowing organization. And there's a in terms of like color, there's just a lot of like browns and oranges. And the, the they I think they really did a good job there because when you step in the TVA, you feel like you're waiting in the 1970s version of a DMV. And they try to capture all of that with like the bureaucracy that goes on in the TVA, almost to a funny level, but also at the same time, sort of a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't. That's a good point because you almost subconsciously think it's the 70s. But yeah, based on what people are wearing and just like 
the lack of technology it's almost frozen in time and it makes you wonder if the, that was like a hidden message they wanted to say about when the comic came out maybe it was the 70s and that's like the aesthetic I don't think so. I think uh, they were trying to create this otherworldly feeling and the way they decided to do that was with that 70s aesthetic because I, th- I think at this point, like, you know, none of our asses were born in the 70s or lived in the 70s. Nah. Uh, not sure about you, audience, but definitely not Cinder nor I. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but... It sounds like a fun time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, aside from, like, the gas shortage and, like, the recession and all that other stuff. But in Vietnam... <laughs> well, okay, take that back. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, they had a uh, disco. Huh? Yeah. Oh shit, man. Okay, I'm back on. Let's go to the seventies. Yeah. So, um, what they tend to do, what they did with these, this aesthetic, is that they did uh, retrofuturism. Is basically what people in the past would think the future would look like. So they take like these, uh, these, these things from the seventies, and they, they're like. Computer chips, they don't exist, but they will still uh, have like these very advanced, almost alien technology that is beyond our comprehension, but it's built like it would be in the 70s. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. Even their like armor that they wear is kind of bulky and old fashioned looking, almost like a knight. (laughs) They look like medieval knights almost. They look like more like riot, like riot guards or something. Where do you get a, where yeah. do you get a medieval knight? Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, that medieval episode, subconsciously. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. I forgot made about me that. Think one. about that. Where it was it was a ren- Renaissance fair in ooh, uh, the 80s, I think. Yeah, that was when she showed one of the TVA agents, or she kept. Uh, she didn't capture her, but she almost like. Who's she? Oh, she is uh, Lady Loki. And spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah, so, um, as Cinda just said, essentially, uh, like that's I would say like by the third episode, it's revealed that uh, this other Loki is a woman, which you know makes sense. We, you know, different possibilities. Yeah, exactly. Fifty percent chance you could have become a woman or a man, depending. Hmm. But I know gender is just a social construct, though. So you know, yeah. I don't. I don't want to offend anyone. Let's just uh, tippy toe over that real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes, yes. We're here at Swifty Dialogues. We're all very tolerant. Yes, extremely. Um, but don't feel like getting a term wrong and then uh, getting a heat mob. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we found out that uh, it's it's a lady Loki, and then they just start calling her Sylvie, and then it's a Loki and a and a Sylvie show for a little bit. And you, what were you saying about the medieval stuff, man? Oh, I was just trying to recap. Like in that episode, Lady Loki kind of makes a TVA agent see that she lived a life before the TVA, and there's some like sketchy things going on the tva which is almost like a a call to say like in in the government or governments across the world there might be some shady things going on behind the scenes and yeah you never know but you you kind of just believe it because everyone else does and you don't question it so it was kind of that like blind loyalty they wanted to bring up yep uh 
it, it turned out that all these TF, TVA agents, they weren't just manifested into the TVA. Yeah. They uh, turned out they were all plucked, like you said, from uh, different times. Uh, they were all variants and uh, they were brainwashed. Then as Sylvie and Loki, as they their relationship matures, you know, they start developing romantic feelings for each other, which is, what do you, th- what was your thought about that, man? Imagine you meeting the female version of yourself and then you fall in love with your female version. It's, it's a little weird. Yeah. I think they were taking the fact that his character is so vain to the ninth degree. They were just like, yo, if there was a female version of Loki, he would definitely be like marry her <laughs> or male because they did drop that that loki uh does swing whichever way he wants yeah i think she though was trying to use him the whole time and everyone else around her she didn't really care that she didn't really care about being with loki necessarily she just had that one track mind of i'm gonna bring down the tva yeah <laughs> they took my life from me you know, people at the show, they put Sylvie and Loki together. Honestly, it should have been Owen Wilson and Loki. Morbius. <laughs> they had a better romance. Imagine them just riding off on a jet ski in, in, the, in the 1990s sunset. <laughs> drinking their Arizona iced teas. Oh, dude, that's the life. Uh, but alas, that is a life only we could wish for. But it <laughs> didn't come into reality. Nah, maybe not this reality, maybe a different reality in another timeline. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, there's there's a multiverse now. Why do they not allow for variations? That's my question. Why 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 do they want one timeline? Is it purely so it's easier to keep track of? Is that it? Well, it's funny you should ask. And we're going to skip over a few things here, audience. As the series goes along and we approach the series finale, uh, it's revealed that the creators of the TVA, the the three creators or whoever they were, uh, turns out to be false. And there's actually only one creator behind everything. And this is particularly important, not only for the show, but for the rest of the MCU, because this is our new big bad guy for what it seems, at least for the next few phases and that is Kang the Conqueror. Kang, when they when they meet Kang, essentially he does say that hey, there was there there was a version of me who found out that there's different universes, different possibilities, and blah blah blah. But then other versions of me figured that out too. At first, we bettered each other's realities, but that relationship sort of soured, and then they started going to war with each other between realities. That war was so deadly that this version of Kang won and wanted a single version of the timeline to prevent that from happening again. Ah, perfect. I like it. (laughs) I set you up, you just hit it out of the park. (laughs) Well, actually? You were like, it's like, it's like when you get a question on a test and you actually know the answer, (laughs) you're just like, yo, hell yeah. It's a written answer. You're like, I got this. Hey, yo, teach, I fucking know this one. Pick me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was little Ariel at seven years old. (laughs) Can't go to school. Ironically, that was me during gym class. Hey, yo, teach, I know the answer. There is no answer. You just got to go out there and play. There's no test. (laughs) You either run a mile or you don't run a mile. I, I, I see you. 
a mile is 7,300 feet. Did I get that right? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? You got close. So, um, yeah. But Kang, though, that guy. I see, I see how it went down, though. So he had multiple versions of himself, and he goes, no, I just want my own version of my, like, just my, the one I came from, essentially. Yeah. That's why he's the Conqueror. Yeah, uh, I think he has several nicknames, uh, and one of them was the Conqueror. I think the one in Loki was not the Conqueror, since I think he was just trying to keep order. Oh, the one who remains? Oh, yeah, some, some bullshit like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The old guy at the end of time, something like that. Yeah, and he does explain that some of them are benevolent and some of them are not. And I think one of them is going to be the the main villain. At least uh, they did say he uh, Kang is going to make an appearance in Ant Man and the Wasp uh, three, Quantumania. So it it really did lead into that pretty nicely, and. They have to go back to that, you know, because ultimately they're trying to make you watch more shows yep. because if you, if they didn't connect them, then what's the fun of watching the spoiler? I wouldn't go as far as to say there are commercials for their, their, all these shows are just commercials for the next movie or next show, but they sort of are. They're commercials with, with, uh, with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. <laughs> Six hour long commercials, if, if you want. And, and my ass will sit down and watch it. <laughs> so let's uh, wrap up our thoughts, man. Uh, pros, cons, what do you think about Loki? Oh, dude, I love Loki. It, was, it almost had a Rick and Morty type vibe of jumping in throughout timelines, different places different worlds i would say very sci-fi but also very cool i think they could have cut a couple episodes out in the middle and added more like variations of loki or whatnot but i think overall great show one of one of the best in the marvel phase four I agree. Um, in terms of uh, my order, I would say there's, you know, between WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Loki is definitely my favorite one. And pros, I would say the overall aesthetic, like I said, and when I nerded out a little earlier, uh, throwing out my little design terms, <laughs> I, I do like that 70s aesthetic uh, of the TVA. Uh, another thing, got to give a shout out to our boy, Owen Wilson. He was great in this. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I think the last thing I got to say about Loki, uh, it's a con, is really I feel like there's like an episode or two where it, it went a little too slow. Yeah, the train episode. Yeah. I didn't. I, I wasn't a huge fan of that train episode. And, in, and it really irked me that you got these people traveling through time and space, visiting, visiting other planets at different points in, in reality and all this mystical shit. And the aliens just look like people. In different clothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like, what the F? You didn't even try to make them look like aliens. And they speak English, bro. They fucking speak English. So it's it's very strange. But yeah, lamentous. I, I lamentous that <laughs> that episode. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Huh? I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did it. 
I did it. He said it. I lamentous that episode. But I think that was a good episode in the end because it led up to the next episode, but they could have just did something else in between. I mean, it was almost like, oh, let's develop these, this romance. And then at the very last second, let's just teleport out of there. Nothing even happens. <laughs> Pointless. Yeah, you see this ship, the ship that's gonna get away blows up. They're like, we're fucked. So they're just chilling at the lake. At the last goddamn second, they're like, Owen Wilson's like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And then just grabs him and fucking goes back in time. What What was that about? I wonder, like, because I... I, I uh, uh, there were a few times where I did try to like keep my ear out for uh, an Owen Wilson wow. No, nah, never. <laughs> it's not in his contract. <laughs> oh, he, uh, he actually costs extra for him to say wow in, in yeah. your movie. It's an extra hundred bucks every wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are our thoughts on Loki, audience. We recommend it. We love it. Go check it out. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Swifty Dialogues was brought to you by your hosts, Rob, Cinda, and myself, Ariel. You can support us by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or any other major podcast services. Subscribe to a YouTube channel for exclusive content, such as animated shorts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Swifty Dialogues. If you want to learn more about us, visit our website at SwiftyDialogues.com. You can also contact us by filling out the form on our website or emailing us at info at SwiftyDialogues.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next episode.